Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. And I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author of Take My Sunshine, coming winter 2024. And this is Lit Sis. Hey, Mad. Yeah, Haley. Don't you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. You can see all that I'm reading at Maddie Reads a lot. M-A-D-D-Y, right? right, M-A-D-D-Y. And then don't you have another one? I do. I do have a new Instagram that you can follow me for all of my author things at Emmy Glenn's underscore author. M-E-G-L-I-N-Z underscore author. I love it. I also have an Instagram. Ooh, yes. Would you like to share? It's Brooke and Binding. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see anything about LitSys itself, you can find information about LitSys at LitSys Podcast on Instagram as well. Go check them out. Happy Friday, LitSisners. Hello. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are all having a good Friday so far. Today, the 1st of March. Whoop, whoop. Woo. So it's very exciting. Today we are bringing you LLDs because the first Friday of every month we always talk about our love likes and dislikes of the previous month. But we are mm-hmm. also going to be discussing with you the book of the year winner, Woo! which we had which we had alluded might happen these past couple of weeks. Um, so very exciting that we get a chance to talk about it on our episode today. So as of recording this, the, it's the day that the winner was announced, which was Wednesday, February 28th. So we're a little, a couple days behind um, in real time now that you're listening. Um, but we're presently, it's very a hot, it's a very big topic right now. Um, yeah. And then we're going to obviously talk about our love likes, dislikes on top of that. So would you like to start with book of the year or would you like to start with yeah, love likes, dislikes? I want to talk about book of the year because it is like on my mind and I sent yeah. a screenshot to you because it was some, I saw it immediately and I was like, Mad needs to know. Uh-huh. Like, this is, this is crazy to me. Um, I feel like in a way we somewhat predicted this response, but I also did not think that it was actually kind of going to come to fruition. I so I'm very surprised, you. but I'm like, I'm like medium about it. I'm not happy and I'm not sad. I'm medium. Okay. And the winner is, Mad, you want to do it? Drum roll. No, you say. Oh, me? Yeah, I'm drum roll. Oh, oh, okay. The winner is Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Yes, we predicted this. If you listened to our episode last week, right? Last week? We two were weeks saying, ago. Two weeks ago. We were saying that we thought that they might give it to Abby because of some of the health issues she's been having lately. Mm-hmm. And her fans would know about that and maybe all rallied around her so she could get a, a book of the year winner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like a little bit not like sad that something else didn't win, but like. I definitely thought for sure they were going to kind of stick with the like literary fiction as the winner. Yes. And they totally did not. Abby writes romance novels. Yes. So this is a romance novel that just won book of the year, which is crazy. Um, yes. Not happened I, in the history of book of the year modern no. day. And I would say like, it could just be because I am not super 
in on like bookstagram or book talk or things like that um i don't know how much attention yours truly has gotten yeah me um, either honestly and so i'm like, a I little bit more know. i you know really, i will I say i will say yeah. on the facebook group that i'm part of for book of the month there is a lot of mixed feelings there are some people who are like I read romance books all the time, and this was my favorite romance book of the year. And then there are other people who are like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting choice, That's because right. I don't know if Go it's ahead. because they read it and they didn't like it. There were some that read it and didn't like it, but there were some, I think, that just really, really liked the other options and thought those ones had a higher chance of winning, kind of like we did. Yeah, I I think I was I was thinking about some of the other romance novels that have been nominated. And I feel like, honestly, like, the love hypothesis had such a high likelihood of winning for the year when it was nominated and then it didn't, which I was like, that's fine. But like, yeah, I feel it was like so popular so at the much time. more. Yeah. Had so much more popularity surrounding it than yours truly does. But that doesn't necessarily mean that people aren't like that. They don't like it. Like, I don't know. I, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm mixed. So what are, what are your thoughts? I am also mixed on it. Uh, as we've said before, I have, we've not read this book. Um, so we're not entirely like, we don't really know what to, how to properly and I can read pull it. Up, I can pull up the um, book as well. And I give a little bit of synopsis and just remind yeah. everybody what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, but feel yes, free to go ahead. I'm, I'm mixed on it. I do. I've said this before. I said this in the episode two weeks ago. I think that some books are of a higher caliber of plot and writing and emotion. Like, I just, I mean, not that I've not read yours truly. It could be absolutely fantastic and amazing. However. Did you read Part of Your World by Abby? I I have not read anything by her. Okay. But I feel like. I feel like it's very, very, very unlikely for a book that is so is very much like a, a, a romance genre book. Like it's it, like that's the genre that makes sense for the book. I think it's very, very likely that a book that is mainly romance in its genre could be up to the same caliber as like a Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow or Hearts Invisible Furies or a Four Winds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's very mm-hmm. hard to find a book that is genuinely a romance, not just like. Some their stuff sometimes stuff where romance is a big part of the plot line, but it's a greater story, like a historical fiction or literary fiction that has some romance in it. But for a mainly romance novel to win an award that is typically of a books of higher caliber win, I think it's very unlikely. And it's uh, some of the things that I've seen people say is, I mean, book of the year is not necessarily five, but it's more of a which one was the most, most liked voted on by users so and then one other person yeah I don't know how i mean it is popularity contest it is best but i did see someone post on that thread i don't know how true this is but apparently abby jimenez has like a really big fan club like group of people and she very much rallies her like fans to vote for her in things or to like put high reviews for her books so i don't know if it was potentially more orchestrated by her encouraging the fans of her books to go vote 
I don't know if those people were like already Book of the Month members or maybe joined just to vote. I'm not sure. But some people have said that she does do that often, especially like she'll give out tons of ARCs to these fan club members, super fled Goodreads, but won't give any ARCs to like anybody else. So all of the votes are all like the ratings are pretty high leading up to um, a release, which I don't know how common of a practice that is in general. It's just something that someone had mentioned that they had been like a part of the fan club, but like took more of a back. So part of it is like orchestrating like hey my my book's available to be clear go vote go vote you know so i'm not i don't know yeah those are my those are all my thoughts would you like to tell us a little bit more about the book yeah so this is the book um which we talked about where you know and i'm just realizing this because i'm noticing a little bit of some of the um ratings is that like Uh, I some of the ratings again are mixed um, and like a lot of three stars some four stars a couple five stars 3.5 stars not as people are thinking it wasn't as good as part of your world which was the first so apparently this is like a number two of it's, like a little I, series that she's it's doing not like a, it's not like a real series it's like it's like a man how do I like, describe it it's I like, think it's like the same hospital it must be and then these are different doctors that work at a hospital or something it's, like that it's like it's like the same like characters within the same world but it's focusing on a different couple yeah 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 cool because this so part of your world is about like an ER doctor mm. and this yours truly is about some more doctors but I don't know what type of doctor it doesn't say I don't think in the description um, essentially like a hate to love romance and how this doctor, like, you know, she is just getting through a divorce. Her brother needs a kidney donor. You know, she really needs this promotion, but then this new male doctor comes in and is like super annoying her. And, but then all of a sudden he's like really nice apparently and sends her a letter and it kind of like shows her him in a different light. And mm-hmm he apparently becomes like her brother's kidney donor Oh! and they like exchange these letters back and forth and share lunch dates and, and just like kind of confide in one another. And she's like, well then how can I resist this guy new, you know, but then apparently he calls her in for a favor. And so it's like, Hey, you know, I have somehow, you know, done all these things for your life. I actually need a favor from you as well. So how can mm. she refuse type thing? Interesting. I don't know. And it says, someone said, yay, Bree's book. I'm so excited for you to finally meet Jacob. Oh, this is Abby. Yeah, that's her saying. The girl. Oh, yeah. so excited for you to finally meet Jacob. That My best cinnamon roll yet. And by far my favorite hero of all time. So I was like, oh, so she wrote that. So it's like, yay. So she's acting like, hey, you've met Brie before. Now it's mm-hmm. her story. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It says like fans for Casey McQuiston and Emily Henry, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, those are both good names. Yep. And Abby's written a lot of books in the past, but apparently last these last two have really gotten a lot of um, attention. I also remember her book, The Happily Ever After Playlist, which I okay. have seen that one around before. Um, but yeah, I 
I'm again mixed. I'm sorry mm-hmm. about all of her health issues, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she has a 4.33 rating on Goodreads with 212,000 ratings and 29,000 reviews. So a good amount mm-hmm. of people have read it, and it's a pretty high score. Um, I'm about to go to Book of the Month, and I will see what it is saying on Book of the Month for um, the rating of percentages for people with this specific novel here. So if I click on it, let me see. See, now it won't let me click on it. Let me go to Book of the Year. In Book book of the Month? I'm trying to click. Yeah, I was trying to click the picture. It's not going to work. Okay, so the Book of the Year. It has 79% heart, 19% smile, and 1% sad face. Okay. Someone said, I know it's only May, but hear me out. Book of the year. I loved the imperfect and relatable characters, the raw emotions and feelings. It made me laugh and it made me cry. And she had like 10 stars. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up the 1% of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, someone says couldn't finish characters aren't likable and the description of one character's anxiety is over the top so maybe one character has anxiety and this may be a little uh, much for that person oh my god says i just read a, weird, i just saw a spoiler ah. in a weird spot love the first 80 percent of this book and then she manages to literally ruin the book in the last 20 percent with never-ending miscommunication and in the addition of my least favorite trope ever I know, which is probably the surprise one that you saw as yeah, well. Yeah, spoiled at the bottom, and I do know yep. people really dislike that trope. They talk about it a lot. Someone says she lost me at "Girl with Messy Bun Doesn't Know She's Beautiful." I felt like I was reading a Tumblr. Read part of your world right before it. Read part of your world right before and thought it was mid, but this was a DNF. Did not finish. Yeah, see, I, and I would take that at heart as well because it's like you literally read them back to back, so you can That's see true. what you're coming from. And I think that that is also a good... Someone said boring and predictable, tedious and cliche, yeek. Even the smiley faces people can say. It's like it's like medium. Are you there? Are you, are you there? I don't think it's a about it as we have. Now I kind of want to look at options and see what their percentage of like love and like and stuff like that was so let me look let's do wayward i'm not really quick on your end i'm not sure if if, how it's gonna be for you maddie is currently traveling and you kind of broke up there for me a little bit right there but we honestly like we found this out and could not hold back so even though maddie was traveling it was like we need to talk about this immediately we need to talk about it right now um so Lisa Jules, none of this is true. Mm-hmm. Her ratings are 66% love, 31% smiley, and 2% dislike. Very, very okay. similar. Mm-hmm. A Wayward. Bit more of the smiley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wayward, we have 63% love, 32% smiley, 4% sad face. We have Shark Heart has 62% hearts or love. 30% smiley and 7% sad face. And then for the wishing game, we have 67% heart, 28% smiley, and 4% sad face. So I guess it does have the most percent heart and the least amount of sad face. I guess so. Most That's hearted, a- yeah. 
everything else is like 60s, 30s, and then like four to seven percent. But also, but also, the percentage doesn't really matter as much as the total number of people who read it because Shark Heart only has eight thousand ratings, and yours, yours truly has like twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand. So then, what is none of these? This is true. Thirty five thousand. That's crazy. Wayward. I didn't even notice that before. 24,000, yeah. almost 25,000, almost exactly the same. Wishing game. 23,000 as well. So Shark Heart is the only one that doesn't have a ton of ratings. Frickin' Lisa Jewell should have probably won. Yeah, if and we just hear me out, people. Because she had the most people and still was in 2% sad face. That's so weird. Hmm. That's I, so odd. This makes me think if I didn't have a copy of Lisa Jewell that's yours, that might be my book of the year choice. Really? Based on those alone. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I, here's, because I definitely am not going to pick, I'm definitely not going to pick yours truly. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I wonder if it's just, I feel like I've talked about this before. I wonder if it's just so there's so many people who read like only romance, you know what I yeah. mean? And there yeah. may be other people who read like a little bit more crossover of genres. Uh-huh. So there's maybe some people just choose romance every single time. So they just went with their very favorite romance versus people who maybe read like a variety may have went with the yeah. one that they preferred more that was from a variety. I don't know. Or, like I said, it could be because she, like, called all her people to, like, vote. I wasn't anyway. Surprised. That is, that's the discussion a little bit about Book of the Year. I feel like yeah, I can't no. even talk about LLDs now. I'm, like, so still hyped up about this. We have I to. Cannot. We have to. It's okay, L-L-D we'll go quick because day. my brain is, I know, but my brain is just like, what in the world just happened? I, I cannot. Know. Huh. Okay. How many uh, books did you read in the month? Maybe we should have started with LLD. How many okay. books did well, you read in the month I am of technically, February? So, so technically I have like two days left of February, today and tomorrow, to finish a book that I started last night. Which, which um, one? Benjamin Stevenson. Oh, okay. That's what I figured, but... Uh. So that would be my third book of February if I get that done. Nice. Um, but I'm going to pretend I'm not... I'll just say I have not finished it. Okay. So, so I only have two books. I'm going to say my love is going to be... Oh, this is so hard. Let's see what my ratings are. What was the other okay. one I read? probably rated them exactly the same. Okay. I think my rating is going to have to be, my love is going to have to be Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin, slightly, mm-hmm. because my other book I really, really did enjoy. It was so captivating. Um, I'm glad you told me to read it because it was definitely going out on a limb for me to pick that one up based on my previous experience with the author for my like, but the love Tomorrow, 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 we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, we both loved it. We've thought it was well written and definitely deserving of book of the year for sure so i'm gonna get off my high horse about that though because i could <laughs> go off on a tangent so then mad what was your love and how many books did you read i read eight two of which were audiobooks 
Um, okay. My love for the month was probably also tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There, oh, good. I, I was close to saying the book that your like is, but I'll just briefly talk about it when you talk about it. But definitely my love tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Very emotional. Very good. I gave it five stars. Very um, easy to get in, in, in love with. Very easy to, to be enraptured into the storyline. Um, so, yes, Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow was also my love, which we do have a review of. So, my like is uh, The Mysterious Case of the Albertan Angels by Janice Hallett. Mm-hmm. And I would not have read this if, if it were not for me. me. It was so good because I did not like the appeal that she wrote. Um, it was just kind of media. It was very I predictable. It. I didn't yeah. like it. So, but this was super intriguing. I love a good mystery. I love a good cult. There's a lot mm-hmm. of cult stuff in this. And I just think the overall story itself and the way it was written was super intriguing. It's not like a regular novel, <laughs> which I appreciate how she goes about that. She does a lot of like email correspondence, text messages. She does like transcriptions of conversations um, because her main character in this novel is a um, journalist who is trying to write a book about this case of the Alberton Angels, which was like a cult mm-hmm. that um they died but there was a young couple and a baby and they're trying to figure out what happened to the couple and the baby because they kind of got put into the system and probably got new identities and stuff like that and like no one knows who they are or what happened to them so she's trying to like uncover the truth so she has to dive back in and try to get to know people or talk to people who were there or police officers and try to get all these different angles and it's really really intriguing and I really enjoyed that whole the whole plot, like the whole plot itself is intriguing to me. Even if it was written in a different way, I probably would be intrigued by it. But I was just mm-hmm. wary because my last experience with her as an author, I didn't like very much. But yes. I really did like it. So I'm glad I read it. Good. And she has another book coming out at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Examiner, which I have put as want to read. And I see that you have as well. Did you yes. put her other earlier book, The Twyford Code, as want to read as well? I yes, did. did. <laughs> yes. Um, I also read Mysterious Case of Alberton Angels. I'm not going to talk about it as my like, though, because you discussed it. Um, and I also had one that I really liked um, that I want to talk about as my like, and that was Ready or Not by Kara Bastone. So this was from mm. my February Book of the Month box. It was a romance, and it was about this girl that gets pregnant during a one-night stand. I rated it four stars. She gets pregnant after a one-night stand, and... She is having a little bit of trouble because her best friend has been trying to get pregnant and has not been successful. So when she tells her friend, her friend is like less than supportive the way that she would like her to be and ends up getting really kind of closer to her best friend's older brother who they grew up, they all grew up together in Michigan and now they live in New York city. Um, And so she has kind of gotten to a bit closer with him. Um, and it was just such a cute, cute book. The she and so like that ends up being the romantic um, person is the that that brother, the older brother of her friend, and he is just such this adorable, like, just like this adorable. I mean, he reminded he reminded me a lot of like my husband when we were like first 
starting to date, just very, very kind, very sweet, just like goes kind of the extra mile on things. Like, I don't think it's much of a spoiler because it's literally on the cover of the page. But like at one point, he he's like the only person in her life because she decides to keep the baby. He's like the only person in her life who's like 100% like on board, like here to be there for her. And at one point, he literally buys a bicycle with a kid seat on the back so he can bike oh, the baby cute. around. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like not even his own child. And he's just very kind and caring about the whole situation. And there's a little bit just complications with like the actual father of the baby. There's some stuff there. She's just kind of dealing with a lot of emotions about being pregnant and like the physical things with being pregnant as the pregnancy continues on. Um, but it was just very, very sweet and a very different type of romance. Um, but I really enjoyed it and it was super cute. Every time I dove back into it, because it took me a little bit longer because of the time that I read it. But every time I dove back into it, I was so excited to like read about the characters again. Um, I did It sounded give it, super cute. It's super cute. I didn't give it a five star. Um, I don't even remember why. Uh, oh, because I was skimming a little bit at the end. It kind of was losing my attention near the end. Um, and I think when there was a little bit more, I was like so in love with just the way that the characters were connecting, but I thought like when the romance kind of started to happen more, like more serious, it was like, I loved the buildup a little bit more than like the actual being together part. Cause I think it just, the way yeah. that they interacted with, with each other changed a bit. So, um, yeah, I hear you. But other than that, very, very good. I really enjoyed good. it. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm so glad. And then um, I don't have a dislike because I'm hoping I'm going to like the book I'm reading right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had to pick a dislike, what would you pick? So my dislike, I actually had quite a few that I thought I could choose, but I ended up choosing the one oh. that I did rate the lowest. And that was uh, The Fury by Alex Michaelides. That is so sad. I know. I was so excited. I was so hopeful. I was so hopeful. I ended up rating it two and a half stars. Oh, wow. Um, and... It was frustrating. It was a short book, less than 300 pages. What was frustrating for me, what I, I liked it initially, really good. One of our friends put in a review of it that I thoroughly related to where she was like, the very beginning made her think that this was going to be like the best book ever. But then it just like went downhill pretty fast. Um, so it's written in a very fun perspective of a character that was like there was a there was like um a big there's all these celebrities on this island in Greece and something crazy happened a murder happened and he's kind of giving you he was there he knows a lot of the information so he's giving you a behind the scenes glimpse into how it all went down um and so it's kind of like he's speaking to the reader which is always fun Um, So the narrator speaking to the reader, kind of including them in the conversation. However, I felt like it lost its spark um, after a little bit. Like originally I was like, ooh, this is so fun. It's like getting us into, it's like introducing the characters, getting us into the story. But then it felt like that was like the only part of the story that was interesting was the way that it was written. Because Mm. the end of chapters would always be like, ooh, did I say too much? Or like little things like that where it's like acknowledging the audience again like over and over again like at the end of every chapter like ooh, she wouldn't know what she just pushed into place and we know Mm. we talked a little bit about this when we read midnight is the darkest hour with the back and forth timelines where it would be like 
referencing something very vaguely in the present and in the very next chapter you kind of get the answer so it kind of intrigue you yeah you don't, it's not like that it's like he hints at all these very vague things like who she wouldn't even know and like yeah it all kind of correlates to one thing that you find out at the very end so like all the fun stuff that looks like ooh, like what what didn't she know that she would do it's not like it, it just it's a very um it gets your hopes up but then eventually it just becomes boring after a while because because you would realize like oh he's not actually gonna tell us anything at all right now it's gonna win like the last 50 pages were like the best part and the first like 25 pages were the best part and the middle was very much like teasing and pulling at the reader and trying to keep your attention for something that doesn't even really occur until the last 50 pages Um, and everything in the middle was very boring um i just found myself thinking like the, the the actual like twist and things that happen very interesting really like that part but there was not enough in the middle to keep me like interested in the characters like the stuff that happened in the middle was very much like one note very used before and then he twists it in a way that's different but everything up till then it's like okay well this isn't that exciting this isn't that interesting so i was very disappointed about it i think alex michaelitas hit a home run with silent patient and has not been able to make it up since but reading reading the fury it actually made me kind of want to reread the maidens because Yeah, because I was like, I bet you the Maidens isn't as bad as I remember it. <laughs> like, can't be as bad as this one. Can't be as bad as this, because I remember the Maidens has a really big twist that I was like, that is so disgusting and unrealistic. But it was at least a little different um, yeah. than kind of the boring stuff that was happening in the middle of the Fury. And I was like, maybe yeah. if I go back in the Maidens, like the Maidens has a very interesting, like it's like a serial killer yeah, storyline. I liked it. I liked, it. I liked it until the very end. I'm like, I wonder if I could read it again, knowing the ending, if I would enjoy yeah. it more. I don't yeah, know. Probably. But yeah, this one was just like, after having the silent patient be a home run, maintenance be like iffy at the end, but like a, still a decent like plot line. This one was fairly boring, which is frustrating. Yeah. So that was my dislike. Oh, so has your brain officially settled in the book of the year? No, I'm just trying to move on. Hopefully, March books will be great for Book of the Month, mm-hmm. and I will be happy about what the choices are, and then I can somewhat figure out what to add to my box, because right now I'm at a loss. You're welcome to do the Lisa Jewel. You don't have to read my copy, because it's I a free book. It's I forget book. that that's the one where it's like the two girls who have the same birthday. Seems kind of weird. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, the two girls. That's, that's not a really important part of the plot line. It's just kind of how they get connected. So it's like these two girls who are friends, but then they get no, they're not something friends. happens. Well, okay. they, they, yeah, they they meet each other because they are both at the bar for their like same birthday. They they have the same birthday, and that's how they meet. Okay. And one, and then they start to like hang out a little bit more. One person's like a podcaster, and they start to like, and the, the idea becomes that the one girl will start a new podcast, interviewing her new friend, and call it like birthday friend or whatever. Um, but then as the friend starts to reveal more and more in the podcast, she realizes that she doesn't know this chick at all. Mm. Um, so, and then there's also like mixed media in there of like a Netflix documentary about everything that went down. So very much intrigues you as you go on. It's, it was, okay. it's a that very different better. style. Yeah. But the, birth, the birthday thing is literally just how they get like connected. Don't let that like deter you. Okay. 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 Well, then maybe I'll do that. But right now okay. I'm, what are you reading now? 
everyone on this train is a suspect by Benjamin Stevenson. Very exciting. Very excited. I love Ernest Cunningham as a narrator. He is hilarious. He's, He's so one of my funny. Favorites. I. How far are you into it right now? Not very far. Chapter two. Okay. Um, so I've got a lot to do, but he already has done the prologue and then chapter one. And he was like, I've already mentioned the killer and I'm going to mention them 106 times starting now. Uh-huh. Like, so, like just the, the way it's written of like, you know, cause, cause Ernest is a crime, like how to writer. And so the, he's like, well, I'm glad I get to write this to you, but I'm also sad for the people that died for me to write this book for you. Oh, my god! So, like, it's just so, so funny. funny. So, and you have a copy of it. So once you finish mm-hmm. what you're reading, I'm sure you will be picking it up. But it's very good so far. I'm hoping to pump it out. Um, obviously, enjoy it. But be able to read it in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And um, that it will be another like or a love. So yes. I'm excited. I, and what are you reading, then, if you're not reading the well, same one as me? I'm going to read that next for sure, but I'm currently reading The Women by Kristen Hanna. Wow. Awesome. So, yes, it's about a nurse who is at in Vietnam War helping the helping people at a hospital. I told Haley already, she asked me what I thought so far, and I said, well, it's a little bit hard because I'm a nurse, so I can yeah. find myself being a little more critical at, at things. Um, yeah. but so far I feel like so much has happened in a short amount of time. I'm, I've got still over 300 pages left and I wow. feel, I feel like so much has happened that it could have already been its own novel in what I've read so far. Crazy. So yeah, she can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the next. So we'll see. Maybe this will be a nominee for book of the year, 2024. Who knows? She's I won be before me I either. Be She's one of she is the best. She's she one is. of the best. All right, you guys. Thank All you right. So much well, for our... whoa. I was gonna say <laughs> safe travels because I obviously caught you in the midst of traveling. Safe travels, and um, hopefully the book of the year will settle in a little bit more, and maybe you and I will process a little bit more post recording to figure I out think... what in the world has happened. But um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me while I can externally process this and also record together. You're welcome. All right, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of LitSys. We have enjoyed you listening, I guess. That was a weird way to say that. <laughs> um, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs>